Hello, friends. Hey, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the And Friendship Podcast. Yes. I'm Toyin. And I'm Lou. And we are so excited to be recording again. Honestly, we always love recording. We do. It's a good time. It is. And I want to say thank you guys for all the feedback on our last episode. Becoming a mother isn't easy, but you guys were overwhelmingly um, supportive. Yeah. And yeah. just nice and compassionate. Yeah. I appreciate that. It was very nice to like see all the comments and just the shares and, and what other people had to say about you know motherhood and stuff so that was nice yeah really really nice yeah so um this episode we're going to be talking about late bloomers late bloomers it kind of goes with um what we talked about the last episode a little bit yeah it does we talked a little bit about it yeah Mm -hmm. just being in um a different space or just feeling just seeing other people in a place that you're not at yet Mm -hmm. so yeah is that how you define late blooming well, before I'm, that, how are you? I'm I'm good. <laughs> it's the summertime. It's true. I'm. It's it's been raining though, but yes, hopefully non-stop. soon we'll actually start to really feel summer. Like, isn't summer start June 25th? It's the first day of summer was last week sometime. Oh, so yeah. I think that was June 20th. Yeah, and then it just hit us with rain. Like, what was that? But yeah, um, I'm excited for just that's that's summer vibe when everything just kind of starts to slow down and like you know work starts to not feel like work yeah. <laughs> everything just starts to feel peaceful so i love summer like a summer vacation yeah. i kind of feel like things speed up for me in the summer mm-hmm. es- especially um this summer specifically i'm preparing to go back to work oh you know in the I'm middle sorry. of summer and i'm just like Ugh. But I did have a good, good amount of time at home. Yeah. So I'm not that angry, but I'm just like, ugh. but it's the end of summer, right? Towards the end. The okay. end of summer is September. So no, oh. like it's like halfway through summer. But like who considers September summer? Because you're, everybody's going back to school and stuff by September anyways. Wait, right? wait, wait. Yeah, actually, that's true. Yeah, it's summer like, like August when people when the back to school commercials come on and all that. So yeah. July is the, the like pivotal moment. Like it's the best part of the year. And we were born in July. Yep. So like July is the best, best time. And in July will be our second year anniversary of this podcast, y'all. Thank you guys for riding with Listen, us. Ups and downs. We're still recording. No, two years later. I mean, we did come up with the idea in 2020, though. So. Yes. So technically like three years. Yeah. But the fact that we're still pushing three years, it doesn't even feel like three years so, yeah. or two years. So yeah. For our anniversary, for our gift, you guys can share our podcast. with yes. someone. Share our podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Instagram, do all the things. Okay? All the things, all yeah. the things. You can yeah. visit our website if you want to. <laughs> I know. Toyin did such a good job. Yeah. I would say hire her, but I don't even know if she's taking clients. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll talk about that offline. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay, but back to the topic. Um, How do you define late bloomer? Late bloomer. There's so many. There's so many ways that you can describe someone being a late bloomer. Um, to me, late bloomer can be um, like physically, mm-hmm. like how um, how you see yourself. Yeah. Um, late bloomer could be um, just. I guess the trajectory of, of where you are in, in life in terms of, um, I don't know whether you like graduated college or if mm. you, um, you are working in the career field that you always wanted to work in. Like, 
I don't know. Those, those, that's how I define, I guess, describe or see late bloomers or see how it, it's described with other Defined, people. Yeah. I think growing up hearing the phrase late bloomer, it was always associated to like puberty yeah. and like things like that. So now getting older, it's taking on this definition of someone who maybe we see or society perceives is not where they're, where they should be mm-hmm. or where others are which i think is also a myth yeah kind of going into it because when you look at it i've because okay so how do you personally define late bloomer immediately when i thought of late bloomer i thought of um people who just i don't know it's hard yeah. but people who just in in internally could people can say like i'm a late bloomer and f- how i've seen it is um when people are uh, when people are um just feeling behind yeah. whether they feel like i'm supposed to be here and i'm not here yet or mm-hmm. like for example i can use like relationships um for as an example when um people feel like they've never they've never dated before mm. they're like old in their mid 20s or early 20s and they feel like they've never had a relation they've never been in a relationship Mm -hmm. they will consider themselves a late bloomer yeah and then other people can consider themselves a late bloomer again yeah Yeah. the reason why i ask is because like like if we just do like the societal norms of like being 30 for example Mm -hmm. and maybe someone who's 30 and unmarried they might consider themselves a late bloomer but by like just societal like maybe that's by societal standards but also by societal norms the average 30 year old is actually not married Mm. so i kind of but it's not about it's not about always about being married but like the late bloomer in the fact that they've never dated that's Mm -hmm. when i feel like someone will consider some themselves a late bloomer not if they've accomplished marriage yeah or if they've or if they or if they're already married and they haven't had a baby yet like late bloomer is like you haven't experienced something specific yeah yeah, that's how i consider late bloomer yeah because honestly even when like it's crazy but like in middle school high school like there are certain things where you're like i have to do this before i get to high school Mm -hmm. i have to do like in your head because that's what all of like that's what everyone's doing aka peer pressure so you're like i too yeah need to be doing this right now yeah but then you know some people they never get that like yeah there's some people when they talk about like being a late bloomer in like high school um or in college it's like if they never had a prom date or Mm -hmm. if they never went on dates just even casually or if they've never like had anyone slid into their dms like that's how you know yeah, they, they would consider see it themselves as a late bloomer. bloomer um so that's one way um i guess you're like your attractiveness even and then it, it can even affect how you see yourself because it's like oh i never thought i was attractive because no one's ever approached me or i never had like success in like dating um yeah. Or even flirting, like, you know, stuff like that. But then there's the other end of it where you feel like a late bloomer and just in just generally in your life, you just feel like you're always experiencing life delayed, or delayed mm-hmm. yeah. from your friends or from other people. Yeah. Have have you ever felt like a late bloomer? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like a late bloom I feel like a late bloomer right now. Like things just have kind of moved a little slower for me. Um, some things, but not everything. But then, 
those things I feel like I make it a big deal like mm-hmm. I do have all these things but I don't have this thing mm-hmm. or I'm behind on this thing or like even when you're like having conversations with your friends and you can't participate because you're like yeah I don't, yeah I, I I've never experienced that or I actually have no idea how to how to engage in that mm-hmm. so yeah I think for me I felt like a late bloomer um like in college mm. time mm-hmm. because I don't know I kind of feel like I was still figuring out my style how, who I was and all yeah. of these things and I think it's kind of confusing to go through that process with other people mm-hmm. like so close to you and around you um so I definitely felt like a late bloomer then because I was like I don't know who I am mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on I don't know what I like to wear I don't know what I like how I like to wear my hair you know things like this that you're cur- like you're current like you're constantly trying to figure out and I feel like kind of like the mark of someone who has bloomed if we're calling like calling someone like maybe or defining it as a late bloomer i think the definition of what i see as someone a woman who has bloomed is a woman who's confident in her style a woman who's confident in who she is like she has a purpose about everything that she does like you know things like that so i think and it's always so funny because that's something that I'm noticing even more on social media, like who is that person Mm -hmm. and who is that person for you? Mm -hmm. And then what is she doing? What is that person doing? Or what is she doing on a daily basis? Okay, do that in order to become, you know, her. And I think, of course, that is a a way to um, challenge yourself in a way. But I, I do feel like I had to sit with myself a little bit to also see like, why do I want certain things Mm -hmm. or why do I um, desire certain things? Like in regards to like physicality, like why do I want to look this way or why do I want to present this way? You know, is it, and I always say like, sometimes things come back to like respectability politics. Sometimes you want people to respect you So you feel like in order to garner people's respect, you have to present a certain way. So I feel like I've always kind of thought that in my head, but I also feel like that's not, it's like I'm also fighting myself because I'm like, that's not right though. Mm. I should be able to be respected and, and I should be able to like get all of these things without me having to like present in a certain way. Yeah. You know, so I've thought of that. Mm -hmm. Those are things in regards to like being bloomed or being a bloomer or whatever um, that I've thought of. Yeah. I feel like, for me late blooming is also just when you hit your like um that midlife crisis again mm-hmm. of like who am i and w- what what am i trying to do sometimes um even in life like you s- go on one path and then you realize i don't want to do this anymore yeah. like and then you have to take these steps back and like reevaluate and then that can also make you feel even more like like you're behind even more because you thought you wanted to go down a specific path and in order to like kind of change direction you have to take several steps back and go back to like this like point where you know like where you should have been when you were probably where you feel like you should have been when you were like in your teens yes yeah so that that can also just you know make people feel or for me at least make me feel like is it even is it even worth do, uh, you know taking that route or do I still try to continue this path and be unhappy and still feel behind mm-hmm. in the way? Yeah. So it's such a such a complicated yeah. situation. Um, late blooming. Yeah. No. It's <clears throat> it's unfortunate in the sense of like 
I think it's the pressure that we put on ourselves and the pressure the society puts on us as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I know um, it's something that we'll also talk about, but it's it's always kind of like, but where did this come from? Yeah. Like, why is this important? Yeah. And I kind of feel like, in a sense, maybe we're being ambiguous in a way, but like, what do you feel like is a some it's something that? Because I, 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 the reason why I say or I'm thinking how I'm thinking is like by the time I hit 30, of course, I want to be accomplished and I want to achieve certain things. But why is it that we associate 30 to like needing to have certain things in place? Marketing. It's true. It is marketing. It's the way things were just like marketed toward to us. Like when was 30 like the 30 became the magic number when Forbes started doing 30 and I feel like when Forbes started doing 30 under 30 or when like rappers start saying millionaire by 25 type thing so like those became like these milestones just like we have we always have a mouse a milestone age like 18 is I I don't know when you become an adult okay 18 is when you become an adult 21 what is 21 like 21 is when you're actually an adult in in America (laughs) yeah or like it's like a legal age to start doing certain things 25 is also when you can start quarter of a century yeah or when you can start like renting renting a a car car. (laughs) like what like so you start to think okay these are like milestone years for me but why can't 27 be why can't 32 be like these numbers just came out of nowhere it's it and yeah it's especially probably in america i don't know like the direct roots but that's those that's how it was like presented to us even growing up like every year this forbes 30 under 30 comes out and there's all these different sections and you're just like i want to be there one day Mm -hmm. one day but then you don't even realize like the behind the scenes like i real i found out it was it this year or last year's forbes 30 under 30 that so most of these people they they buy their way in so um, yeah you don't know those things yeah. and, it's, and it's funny i used to i used to want to be on for 30 under 30 me too and then even our school terps they have terps 30 under 30 oh my god and i was just like all of these things and i was like am i not accomplished like how do i get yeah. there and it's like even if you're accomplished personally it's also about your visibility mm. it's one thing to be accomplished and you feel accomplished yeah but if it's not visible to other people it's like you're not accomplished and honestly that's when i feel like it's like like why do i want that like you know why do i need forbes to tell me that i'm 30 under 30 i'm like i'm gonna like it's a good you know tick yeah but it's like what does what else does it do for me yeah you know truthfully and then on top of that when you're the way that like life is you you they love youthfulness so they want you to accomplish everything before you start hitting that like older age it's especially like in entertainment or like yeah. in, in music and all those um areas those like high um popularity or like visibility mm-hmm. spaces they want you they they want you to be that child actor that grows into like grows into their career type thing but they they just love like that youthfulness and yeah. even the way think like beauty products are marketed towards us like everything's to marketed towards to be youthful to be young to be frozen in time so when you're not when you're not experiencing everything by a certain age you start to feel like you feel like you're a late bloomer. Yeah. Or you, no. you, you or you even and I don't want to like discredit or yeah, discredit people's feelings um, when they do feel like a late bloomer, because some of them do want to experience those things at a young age. Like they want to experience like life and freedom and like travel and all those things. Um, or even like being able to date and be young, wild and free, like they want to mm-hmm. experience those things. So I don't want to discredit that if you know, if you feel that way. But 
it's also the way that you know america markets yeah stuff to us it, like it, it's pushed and then if you're not doing those things you kind of have to look at yourself and be like what's wrong yeah. like what am i missing and i feel like a lot of times even with late blooming like for example if you're not um like kind of like you said like if you're it like the goal is not to be married but yeah. if you haven't had like a date or if you're not even doing like or if you're not even in that process you're it kind of feels even further away because yeah. you feel like you have to take steps in order to get to like mm -hmm. the end goal and it's just like it also pulls into like desirability like am i not desirable mm -hmm. like what am i missing mm -hmm. like what 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 don't i know like what what is not like what is like what are, what, are, what how am i being perceived yeah like you know by other people yeah. it just makes you very What's hyper focused yeah. on on yourself yeah you know yeah and the other side of it or just like late blooming it's a real it's real it's mm -hmm. a real thing it's a real feeling and it's not something that i don't know it's it's something that we we always i feel like we just always like overlook um as well because even when we were like the way you put it on yourself even when you're younger you're like i want to be married by 25 yeah and then you get to 21 and you're like <laughs> I don't know if I want to be married. I you like I can't actually can't imagine myself being married at 25. And then when you turn 26 like I couldn't I could not imagine what I would what I would be doing at 25 yeah. being married and and stuff like that. So, you know, I I think it's when we we place these like goals and we it's very limiting because mm -hmm. then you start to feel like a failure and there's no reason to really to feel that way but it's because we set those goals so early on we were told like you know what do you want to be when you grow up and you're like and you, what's your five-year plan and all these things like we're, we're always goal setting for the future and so when we get there and we look back and we're like dang I did not yeah. accomplish any of that you start to feel like a failure you start to feel behind yeah you're, not, you're really not behind like if God was able to just show us like where we'll be in life then I feel like that would give, that will give us, give us a, more patience, a lot more patience, a lot, like probably more peace. I don't know if it'll be, give us a whole bunch of patience. Like we'll probably still be eager to get there that you're just thinking about that end goal of mm -hmm. like being there. But if he, if, if it was, if we were able to see every step, we'll probably appreciate where we are right now. Yeah. So, and I think that's what you said is true because I think the other thing is if you were able to see all the steps, it won't feel as unknown. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what's going like, at least, you know, what's going to happen. Yeah. I feel like when you're sitting in whatever season you're in, you don't know for sure it's going to happen. Yeah. So that's the part, like not knowing and just like, you know, hoping that your desires are fulfilled is is like the hard part, you know, and I think that's why even with goal setting. And that's why we I think we talked about this even with resolutions. I only make resolu resolutions and goals especially specifically goals because goals are things that I'm meant to achieve. I only make those surrounding things that I have the ability to do or control. Mm -hmm. Like technically I don't have the ability to control when I'm going to have another baby, for example. So making a goal and saying like, this is my goal. I have to do this by this time. It's very, 
hard I don't think it's wise in a sense to do that because then when that time comes it becomes you become a little bit disappointed versus like okay I have a goal to achieve this certification by this time I am me I I can put the effort and the energy in order to achieve that certification yeah therefore obtain it yeah I feel like that's what a goal is now when you have dreams yeah you don't ha- your dreams don't have to be rational limitless limitless like it could be like whatever dream you want to dream you know what I'm trying to say so I have dreams of what I want in my life but I wouldn't consider those as goals because then again it comes back to like if I'm measuring myself against the goal against the standard I start to feel like a failure yeah like because I'm not achieving that goal yeah, that's yeah. very true I as you were talking I was just thinking about like the goals that I've set in my 20s and thinking about where I am at with it um I made a TikTok about uh, a few weeks ago and I was like look if I was to like looking back at my 20s like I, I haven't accomplished much though I have but like you start you you think you just think negatively of like things that you haven't accomplished probably because I was mixing my dreams with my goals mm-hmm. and um making goals not that they were unrealistic but they were limiting yeah and it's it's, it can still be a goal it can be a goal that I can continue to just have for myself Mm -hmm. as long as I'm living yeah and when I accomplish I'm like I accomplished that goal not limiting it to a specific age or a time frame because why do I need to accomplish this by 25 what is the year 25 of my life what is that going to do? What does that mean? Like what, what is that? How is that going to, is that going to affect me? I don't know. It's, it's, it doesn't, uh, it's not, it doesn't really affect the trajectory of my life per se. Like I would still be able to, yeah, I would still be able to, I can still accomplish it at any age Mm -hmm. and seeing, so seeing like, you know, other um, people like in their career fields or just in life at, at age, whatever. And there's like, I decided that I wanted to go back and do this and they accomplished it at that age. It's like, so motivating. Like, yes. Yeah. And then even, you know, um, there's like some quotes that go around that say like, you know, if you want it, if you feel like you're behind on life, that you cannot do this one thing, or it's like, Oh, it's going to take me another 10 years to do. You're still going to be 10 years older. No matter what. So might as well just start, you know? Yeah. No. And I, it's so interesting when we have conversations like this though, I feel like I don't have grounds to talk about what, because I, I know it's not just about marriage, but it's kind of like, dang I got married pretty I, got, I always say I got married like a, like a teenager yeah. like as a teenager so I kind of feel like when I'm having these conversations even with friends I kind of feel like I don't have grounds or I don't have any useful not useful like how do you how how would you if you were in like I guess in this situation where you probably achieved something um specifically like that a friend felt like they were a late bloomer in how would you help them or how would you guide them through that not guide because you don't need to guide yeah. them but how would you like comfort them through that i would just be a listening ear like yeah. that's, that's the best that I, I can i can do because sometimes people don't want to hear you're not behind yeah you're you're where you need to be or like it's okay it's like easy for you to say because you're there exactly you know? yeah so i i just try to think of like how I would want to be uh spoken to or mm-hmm. like comforted um just being that listening ear like it because it's not like it's not always I mean some people do this but it's not always where the fact that 
um, people will like always share like, oh my gosh, I'm so behind and blah, blah, blah. Or I feel like they don't always express that. Mm -hmm. But like when they do, you know, be that, be that, just that listening ear or don't be saying your time is coming. (laughs) I cannot, I cannot stand that. Why? Because it's like, because then my response is like, okay, when? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, okay, like my time is coming. But like, if you don't feel like, and I, I guess that's where faith comes in. But when you don't see it, it's hard to, to, to believe yeah. that, that what you're saying is, is true. Like you can, if someone, I would say to encourage them to, to just not give up on that, mm-hmm. that desire or that dream, because, um, it's different when they're expressing like, oh, like I'm, I'm not, I'm behind on this or this, I don't, I I don't feel like that's going to happen for me. And then they just completely give up on that mm-hmm. ever happening for them. That's where I'll be like, all right, let's, let's come back because like, not let's, too much. Yeah, let's not be <laughs> saying like, Oh, this is de- like, this is definitely not going to happen for me. And I should just give up. Like, yeah. But if you, if you still have that, like, if that, there's still life in your body, listen, anything can happen. Yes. <laughs> and if you, even if you still are saying like, like expressing your frustrations, that means you still desire it mm-hmm. and it can still happen. happen. Yeah. So, yeah, I think honestly, so I didn't, I don't, I don't, I've never, I've had a lot of waiting seasons, like, you know, in general waiting for something. And I, and I do think it goes back to like society. Like you're always waiting for something mm-hmm. instead of you to enjoy the season that you're in, mm-hmm. which is definitely something that I'm learning more to do rather than constantly focus on the weight. I'm still learning to like, I'm enjoying where I am currently. Mm-hmm. And this is real, like one of the things that helped me get through, you know, specifically when I was waiting, you know, to get pregnant again. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the scriptures and pulling it into scripture is uh, Abraham hoped against hope. I think that's in Hebrews. Um, it might be in Hebrews. I don't know. But I think it was like him saying he hoped against hope. So basically, when you don't have hope, when you don't have anything to like, to really concretely hold on to. Like, I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to happen. You don't know any of these things. It's like, let me just hope against hope. You know, that's, I think that's what helped me through that season because I really realized, cause even it's kind of like the evolution of thought. Like, I think that's what, that's also helpful having a podcast. Cause you hear how you used to think and how you used to feel and how it kind of like morphs. Mm-hmm. I used to really be like a, if it doesn't happen, it's maybe it's just not going to happen. Like, I'm like, how do we, I was kind of very anti telling people like, Oh, you know, it's going to happen or, you know, just, just hold on. Like I was really not for that because I felt like a part of it was like, we were talking about prosperity and things like that. But then when you're going through your waiting season, you're like, no, 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 this has to happen. Yeah. Like, it's just like, I have so much hope and so much desire that God this has to happen for me. Like, I really want this, Mm. but I do think the balance is, if not, God is still good. Yeah. You know, that's the balance of it, but it's hard. It's it's hard. Very hard. Yeah. Very, very, very hard. It's, it's, it's that back and forth too. Like you can be one day, like, you know, this probably will never happen for me or I'll never, I'll never feel this feeling that I want to feel or, or reach this, this goal. Mm-hmm. And then the next day you're like, no, I believe it. I can, I, it, it will happen for me. And then you're back that it's, it's, and it's, 
it's so emotionally draining. Yeah. And when you're always surrounded, when you're surrounded by people who are also like-minded like that, it can mm. also be a little damaging. Like, like the wallowing. Yeah. This is a little, <laughs> little bit of openness right now. Yeah. I'm in a, um, I'm on a face, a Facebook group. That's about like, um, just late blooming. And, mm. A lot of the a lot of the posts are just about just how behind they feel or like a situation that happened and it's like I give up you guys I and I'm and I don't engage in that but I, I like see it I'm like oh my gosh like don't give up and it's not just about like relationships it's about just everything like yeah. all these goals and it's you're just scrolling you're just seeing just doom <laughs> and you're like dang like yeah you know I, I'm actually not that doomed so it's like allowing yourself to just to wallow with you know like-minded people can be detrimental yes yeah but I, but I think it's also in a way good to have people who specifically relate yes, to your situation for sure. for you sure. know but it's like having that balance of like okay I, I come on here once and twice one or one or two times to know that I'm not alone there's yeah. other people going through yeah. with me but then I, I kind of on the flip side you know I'm not gonna wallow yeah. in that place or yeah. stay in that place it's like how do we okay like <clears throat> we've we've shared our situation how do we how do we go grow from there like yeah. how do we move 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 this thing along how do we find happiness and what are what are ways we're going to cope with you know this feeling mm -hmm. of sadness or this feeling of lack like yeah. i think that's important of of having that balance and not just you know staying in your in that place yeah. yeah so how would you say you ground yourself or you can ask whatever however you prefer but how would you say you ground yourself when you feel those feelings arise because like you said there's good days and bad days mm -hmm. i don't feel like there's the the biggest myth and this is specifically in regards to relationships the biggest myth is when people are like yeah your husband's gonna find you when you least expect him you're it's not looking you know no it's like a stop lie. telling people that like stop telling people that like people first of all if you desire a relationship how you how yeah. you're gonna like i think we're it's not i don't well I, let me say like i know some people probably that's probably some people's story but if you desire a relationship you think i'm gonna go months without thinking yeah. about it and and i'm just like he's gonna pop up one day like and even let's on be top, fair to people on top of that the, when people say that like they found love not everyone but most people when they say they found love when they least expected or when they weren't looking they were still being sought after in some way like mm -hmm. it wasn't an extremely dry season, season. for them. Yeah. Like <laughs> some people sometimes it's, and I try to ex explain this to like, I consider myself a late bloomer in re the relationship aspect because it wasn't until my mid twenties that I actually started like dating and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But even and even now I still get those like very dry dead seasons mm -hmm. and when I'm like sharing that with some people they're like yeah I'm in it too I'm like no you're not yeah <laughs> you're not in it and I have to explain it to them like or like when I talk about like my younger days like in high school or in college and they and I I know you're trying to relate but like it's it's not the same and I try yeah. to explain that to them because um for me for th for them it's like you if you had anyone <laughs> yeah it's not like just anyone <laughs> trying to pursue you even if you didn't like them they pursued you you still had someone pursuing you still had interest yes. yeah <laughs> versus like some people who like never even like 
probably someone um, a, a person of the opposite sex probably never even opened the door for them type stuff yeah like, it can get that bad like yeah so um for me how i try to stay grounded uh, and it's it's a it's an everyday like i guess realization or like um reminder of that um the the best i i don't know i i think i try to um, indulge in other things mm-hmm. like I tr- keep my mind off of, of not keep my mind off of it but just like rem- just remember of the things that I do enjoy doing and pursuing yeah. that so like I'm in terms of like relationships so I go on solo dates I go out all the time like I'm always just going out and doing like I don't really go out all the time but like when I go out it's usually by do. myself yeah. yeah or like I um things that I want to experience like I try to just experience it you know with with myself and i know that sounds like a little like that's lame <laughs> no it doesn't sound lame at all that does not sound lame sometimes i do like i probably would never like um solo travel i'm a little never nervous. say never okay never but i mean i won't say never but like it will be i'll have to i need my confidence level to increase a little bit more for I that i get you i get you um so i think i try to push past um that fear or that that um, idea that I need to always be doing something with other people mm-hmm. and just, um, I guess, trying it and seeing how yeah. I like it. So like the first time you ever go on a solo date, the first time you ever go out to eat by yourself or go to the movies by yourself can be very nerve wracking. Like it could be like, oh, my gosh, everybody's watching me. They're like, look at this girl like by herself or like. Mm-hmm. Like, well, she don't got no friends or she don't have a, a, a boyfriend mm-hmm. or whatever. But then after a while, you're just like everybody, like a lot of people are doing it yeah. or like it's fine or like people are doing it's their own things normal. and yeah. it's okay. Um, other ways I try to stay grounded, man, these are ways I feel like I should be doing this more of, but just like, you know, talking to my friends about it, about yeah. where I am, where I'm at or like what's going on with me. Um, I think I feel like a lot of the times I'm like very reserved or when I get in those like sun, like those like mo- those that period I kind of just step away step back and mm-hmm. um like stay to myself but I think if you have a community like lean on them for sure yeah um, like if you don't want to do stuff alone ask someone to go out with you mm-hmm. um I think that's important and then like outside of relationships when I feel like um I'm not where I need to be I try to just think about where I am right now and like the good things that that are going on with me like and that gives me the motivation to continue to pursue whatever it is that I I I'm feel like I'm behind on. So if it's yeah. my career or like the goals that I have or like the X amount of money that I want to make whatever that is and then some there's some days where I just like give up like I'm like I I don't want to pursue this anymore like I, this is this is a dream that's just too too good to be true to happen for me but then I see something that can inspire me or um I remember where I'm like my capabilities or like the talents that I have or whatever it is and I'm like I can do this like I can continue moving on I remember our podcast about business and friendships when I said like "I, I think I'm done like trying to do business how many months has that been not even that long I'm like nah run that back Let's no, someone has been texting me like I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do. I'm like perfect girl. Yes. I got you. I support you, man. I, I'm just be researching like, oh, I could do this. I could do that. I'm like, nah. I got all these talents. Like I can't give it up. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It's just, it's just. I think it's 
um, acknowledging like, you know, your, your feelings, but like also thinking like, this is just a moment. Like this is yeah. it's just such, such a small moment in my life right now that I can achieve this thing or like I can get to this place. And when I look back, I'm be like, why was I stressing yeah. you know, back then? So, yeah. Yeah, no, no. How I, about you? I, I definitely relate. I think, number one, I go on solo dates, so I definitely don't think I do. Mm. And I, now I take Noah, and I'm like, oh, we nice. just sit there, and, and I never feel like people are watching me. Even if they're watching me, I'm like, I enjoy this. Yeah. Like, I like sitting outside and getting food mm-hmm. and, like, just just sitting there. Yeah. Like, I, I definitely enjoy my own company. Yeah. So um, I definitely don't think people are thinking anything of that. But how I ground myself, I feel, number one, if it's a... I feel like late blooming is also highlighted when there's something to compare to. Mm. And I feel like in the age of social media, there is like right now for me, well, some of my bigger goals are like around finances, around purpose, around like things that I'm doing in my business. So if I know that I'm going to be triggered by someone or something, I am very quick to mute people. I don't care if you think I'm I'm this, I'm that, I will mute you. Yes. You don't know that I muted you, but if I struggle, I, I know my struggle. Yeah. I'm that I'm not saying like it's a you problem. Yeah. Me muting you is admitting that it's a me problem. Yeah. But it's also late. Like if I'm being triggered, it's also asking myself, why am I triggered? I think going to therapy, um, like, you know, going to a therapist, but then I also have like women that I can like, you know, run, not run to, but like ask questions and like really unpack these things with. And I think that's okay. Like, let me unpack this. Let me heal first mm-hmm. before I am bombarded by what that comparison is Mm -hmm. and it can be very slight it could be um like even in little ways like oh one because ever since our one of our last podcasts i think it was our last podcast where you talked about being a homemaker i don't know why i'm seeing that more Toyin, she spoke to my phone (laughs) and it's been popping on my timeline more and i'm even looking like dang i want to do that or dang like I could like why don't like why am I not why don't I have the ability yeah. like I see this woman she has a whole garden in her backyard oh and she lives in like suburban America and I'm like why can't I do that I don't know how to garden I don't know and it's just all of these yeah. things, all of these things that I'm like yeah. thinking on yeah. and it's like if it's going to trigger me yeah. it's okay to take a step back mm-hmm. heal and then come back mm-hmm. and engage you know um, whether it's uh, the representation of a person, the representation of like whatever something is hap- what's, what's happening in someone's business. I think n- recognizing the trigger and then talking through it through like mentorship and through therapy is how I ground myself mm-hmm. to make myself understand like this is my path. Like I'm very the other thing is the other side of it is like I'm very, very, very focused on my path because I know that if I put a hundred percent of my focus on my path, I'm going to be able to live, I guess that life that I desire. Like one thing about being on maternity leave is like, I've written out, like, what is my perfect day? My perfect day looks like this. Mm -hmm. So that means on my birthday, I know what I want Mm because I've already written out what my perfect day looks like. And because I know what my perfect day looks like, I'm working towards that. Mm. Like that is my focus. My focus is to achieve that for myself because I know that that's what what it's what what I know that's what I'm going to feel fulfilled by you know so I think having that understanding and having that um 
perspective has helped me. It mm-hmm. helps ground me, yeah. you know, to be able to be like, I'm focused on this. This is what I'm focused on. Even though I'm struggling, I'm gonna mute you in the, while I'm on the path, but this is what I'm also yeah. focusing on. So it's kind of like, you know, quieting down the triggers mm-hmm. while I'm healing, but then also re- reminding myself what my focus yeah. and what my path yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, that's so important. Like knowing your triggers, like I will scroll on TikTok for hours and I get overwhelmed by everything. Like even when I be hitting you like uh, mm-hmm. with my business ideas, I see another one, I'm like, I can do that, I can do yeah. that. Can do. And then you just start all these things and you just get overwhelmed and you just like, you just feel like a failure again because like none of these things you you start to rush these processes yeah. and it's like it's okay to you know you're gonna like for like you see them and they're like oh it took them three years to do that and let me try to do it in 30 days mm-hmm. and it's like no girl no, it's it not work like gonna that. work like it's that's not how it's gonna happen or like you see someone found love on hinge let me download hinge and <laughs> yeah, the first person i see is gonna be the first. yeah and that's not how it is and so for me i have to acknowledge the process and it's just yeah and that's how that's what ground grounding helps you do just Mm -hmm. just helps you see the process and how just to get get to that goal that you're trying to get to and just like remove all that fog of just like everything that's just overwhelming and making you feel like you need to be doing this and doing this and doing this and doing and realizing that everything in America is a marketing scheme like everything America's capitalism it's it all boils down to capitalism everything every everything literally everything is 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 boils down to capitalism so yeah man for the late bloomers out there I'm with you. <laughs> Be strong. Like I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm literally walking that path ally. with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ally and literally experiencing that with you. So yeah. um, you know, just I don't know. Yeah, no, I definitely think this is a good conversation. I, I'm curious what it looks like for, for men because yeah. it for them it's not even like relational or any I well, let me not assume. I think a lot of part is probably not you know, uh, relational because even hearing Sam, uh, my husband talk, it's kind of like goal, very goal driven, mm-hmm. very like needing to have this in this place. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, yay, we're about to be 30. And he's like, I guess. Yeah. And I'm like, what? What's wrong with you? Yeah. yeah. So. No, there's definitely men who are feel like late bloomers on the you know the relational side um you know that movie uh what is that 30 year old virgin yeah there's definitely people who feel that like social awkwardness and that like like how how do i get this how do i create this swag or like you know just different things so there's definitely i definitely see it in some men Mm -hmm. um so yeah Yeah. it's it's rough and but it's it's real like it it happens but i don't know it's 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 I I don't believe it's something that that cannot be overcome. Yes, yeah, agreed. So I definitely think it's like what what I, the takeaway is: listen to your friends if they're going through this, yeah, and also find ways to ground yourself to to remind yourself and not to like wallow in that place, mm-hmm. but to have people who you can relate with, but then also ways to to move to see forward. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we want to hear from you. Yeah. In what ways? have you felt like a late bloomer and how have you been able to ground yourself um in realizing that all will be well yeah yeah thanks guys thank you for listening and we'll see y'all next episode bye